0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Postpartum Coach Podcast. It's Lizzie. For anybody that's new, hey, just like to reintroduce myself. Go play around over here, get caught up on all the episodes. It's a good time. We are here today with my client, Kaylin. Kaylin, say hi. Hi, everyone. Kaylin is the best, although all my clients <laughs> to me feel like they're the best. <laughs> but seriously, They are though. (laughs) So, Kaylin has worked with me for nine months now, correct?
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Wow. Nine
1: months.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so today, I she has just um, literally made so many changes. I think you would agree with that, Kaylin. I know you would. Hundred (laughs) percent. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I feel like I can say that so freely because session after session, she comes to me and well, we just, we just wrapped up our most recent package. And so, but she, you, I remember you would come to me, Kaylin, over and over and be like, Liz, like you have to hear what this week was like. Like I did this thing and I'm so proud. And then the next week you're like crying. We're crying together. You're like, I did this thing. I'm so proud. I never thought I could do that. (laughs)
1: Yes,
0: nine months of crying and and happiness. <laughs> <laughs> nine months of crying and happiness. Okay, so totally. So here's what I'm going to do. I want to sketch out for all of our listeners today your journey. And again, Kaylin and I, we're here today to inspire you all that to, to know that you can totally make the changes you want to make. I think the tricky thing about being postpartum and then with COVID and everything being pretty isolated comparative to like (laughs) pre-2020 is we easily can lose sight of who we once were and how to get back there. And I think that's the scariest part of mental health issues, you know, depressiveness and anxiety postpartum is sometimes, yeah, it's bad, but you also don't see a way out of it. And so I think it's really important that we all have hope and today Kaylin is like our beacon. <laughs> right? Like I've shared my story here but I would love to share Kaylin's it's been so beautiful. Okay, so I'm going to again I'm going to sketch out kind of my version of this process and then we're just going to go from start to finish chunk by chunk like and just really talk about what worked for you and how you were able to make the changes. So First tell us, Kaylin, why did you want to make changes, even before you came into my sphere and before somebody told you about my Instagram? Why what was going on for you that led you to get this kind of be in your bonnet, like I kinda wanna make some changes? Or what was that like for you?
1: Um So the main reason I wanted to make a change is because my OB told me I needed to make a change. (laughs) Yeah. He told me, you have postpartum depression and it's pretty severe. And he actually recommended that I go to this um, mental institution in Utah, but I live in Nevada, so it was about three and a half hours away from where I live, and Mm -hmm. It just seemed like this enormous obstacle. I have a family it's a, it's a lot of money to travel back and forth and stay there for something like that. so that's when I was like I know I need to do something
0: hmm. Okay. So you're actually really fortunate that you had an OB that drew your attention to your depressiveness, that you actually landed in his office. It sounds like it was a male and that he was able to draw your attention to that. Um, and I, I want everyone to hear me say that because the danger zone is when you're depressed, but you have no clue and you have shame about you feel seriously ashamed about the fact that you aren't more up to the task and that things are feeling so hard. And so we kind of, what I did and not what, where you were is like, I, I hid it. I hid it from my extended, extended family that lived near me. I hid it a little bit from my husband. Like I downplayed it. I didn't hide it all the way. You can't really hide it all the way from your husband because he just can tell. Right. But I kind of down. Yeah, they totally can tell, but I downplayed it and um, didn't have a medical professional in my life to tell me I was depressed. It took a while. And finally I let myself be seen enough to where a sister-in-law of mine was like, wait, what's going on? Like, I think this is depression. Let me, let me, I'm going to go with you to your OB's office. Let's talk about this. So I'm so glad that you were able to get that done kind of at the forefront being told, Hey, this is depressing depression.
1: Yeah. Um, I actually, I had a cousin who had really postpartum depression, and I was talking to her, and she was, you know, telling me what she went through, and she's like, you should go talk to your OB, mm-hmm. and and that's when, you know, we had that talk.
0: Yeah. Okay, so he, your OB said, hey, go to this inpatient place, but it was super far away, going to be really expensive, so then where did that put you mentally? Where were you, like, what were you going to do, and what was your plan if you weren't going to do that? <laughs> Why are you laughing?
1: Because um, it <laughs> it seems so long ago and it just seemed like this big dark hole that's what it felt like is you know I have this solution it's really out of reach and so I looked into therapy and where I'm at the health care is awful <laughs> and so that was just another like blow like I can't even find a therapist that you know I would that I feel comfortable with and So I basically was just complaining about my life to everyone (laughs) and telling them, like, this is so hard. I'm supposed to be in a mental institution. Like, I was just, you know, complaining to my friends. And one of my friends, um, Alicia, told me about your podcast. And she's like, have you heard of the postpartum podcast? And I you know, no idea, because I don't know how to work podcasts, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> so she showed me your page, and she's like, just, you know, um, go through and listen to some of these, just follow her on Instagram, I think you'll really like her, and that's how I got introduced to you. Okay. Is through what? my friend, which I'm not even sure how she, how she followed you, because she's she just said she randomly popped up on her Instagram and she's like, Oh, that looks like it would pertain to me. (laughs) I'm a mom.
0: What was her name? Alicia. Alicia. We're giving you a shout out on the podcast. (laughs) We love you. Thank you for being that friend that was looking out for your friend who you could see was struggling and for sharing this podcast with her. You inspire me, Alicia. I'm serious. Like I'm getting a little choked up right now. (laughs) Because I was that person. That's why I think I'm a little emotional. I was the person who somebody shared life coaching with. Um, And now I'm not only life coaching, but I'm the postpartum coach, even more specific. And that, that wasn't available to me when I was struggling. So this is a huge asset to have me, someone who's been through it, and this podcast and all the value here and all these women that are supporting each other in this community. And... Seriously, Alicia, thank you for sharing. And to all of you, remember that even if this catches you on in a good chapter of life and you're just kind of here comfortably learning more, but you're good, like think of the people who might be in your circle that aren't so good and that might be hiding this or downplaying it and feel the love, reach out to them, share it with them. You never know, even if it's just their little lifeline and they never, ever work with me, you never know what the reach of this podcast can be, and you guys are the ones that make it that way. So, thanks, Alicia and Kaylin, Thanks so much again for being here today. That's so cool that she shared that with you. Okay, so then what happened? So she is like, "Check out this girl. Here's a podcast. Here's the Instagram." Then what?
1: So then I go through this phase of like I'm really skeptical. Like, I mean, you know, what can someone over the you know over Instagram do for me? Mm -hmm. And you share a lot about your um, story with postpartum depression. And it just hit me right in the real heart. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. she gets it. Like, she gets what this is like. And I I feel like a lot of people don't or they don't want to let you know they know what it feels like. Because it's hard and it's heavy. And... Mm -hmm. I'm like,
0: this lady is willing to share the hard and heavy, so I'll give her a chance. I am so willing to share the hard and the heavy. Well said. I was uh, just—this isn't about me. This is all about you, Kaylin. I just have to say, though, like I feel like that's why I was able to say yes to what God called me to do, which is serve postpartum women in postpartum depression and panic attacks and all that, is because— I can make it light. Like I can share it and it I don't relive it in a way that's cra- you know really heavy for me. I've processed my own and so I can walk somebody through it in in service and love and it's not like devastating to me and I don't make it heavy on them. So that's really cool that you could pick up on that. I'm so curious was there like what what about what I was saying made you kind of know that I understood, and that I get it. I'm so curious about that. Was there like a specific thing you remember, or a vibe?
1: <laughs> I guess um, the way you were able to talk about the hard stuff uh, mm-hmm. with your kids is like you didn't want to be around them, and you you would, you know, you yelled at them, and you felt bad about it. And, yeah, there is a cycle and I couldn't even talk about things like that without just breaking down and falling mm-hmm. because it, mm-hmm. I felt so much guilt and shame from, like, that's the mom I was and I didn't want to be. Right. But.
0: <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. I know the way we judge ourselves and the shame and guilt that we genuinely feel because We never expected it to be this hard and we are not equipped. Like at the end of the day, that's kind of what I felt. And that's why I sought out coaching is I just realized I needed more tools emotionally and mentally to be able to handle my high energy, three kids in four years. Yeah. But then coaching became so much more than that. So tell me when you first started what was it like? I I'll tell everybody what I remember when we first started is there was still a ton of self-judgment. And so before we could really ju- like dive into the work, we had to address how you were talking to yourself about how you were being as a mom. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I gosh, it, just, it seems so long ago that that's how things were, but
0: um it was yeah, less than I, it was less than a year I ago. Had, it was literally yeah, nine months ago. But I know what you mean because you've come so far. You've changed so much.
1: Yeah, it just seems like I'm kind of looking back at it.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I have a, like a picture of a different person. But, yeah, I I had a lot of negative self-talk, which, I mean, probably goes back before having kids. And I just never really did anything about it or addressed it. So when I did have kids, it was like, whoa. <laughs> Um, that got dark real fast. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> yeah. Nothing that I was telling myself, you know, was helpful at mm-hmm. all. It, actually, you know, I think I told you this several times, just kind of felt like every time we talk about it, like, wow, I'm just self-sabotaging. Like, yeah. that was, yeah, I had to get over that. I just remember um We had been in a couple of weeks, and I was just like, you know, I can't, I can't do this. Like, this is, this is really, you know, I can't do this. And you talked to me, and you were like, you're telling yourself you can't. What do you do when you say you can't? And then I say, I stop trying. I don't do it. And you're like, well, how are you supposed to get better if you're telling yourself you can't, and then you don't do it? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. And this is by the way, like the first primary step to transformation and to changing the mo- your motherhood, you guys in the way that you want to. And this is what Kaylin went through. That's what she's expressing. And it's what I went through, which is ultimately having to change your thoughts, right? So you come up yeah. against those negative feelings, shame and guilt, which is what drove you into depression in the first place? Shame, guilt, shame, guilt, shame, guilt. Cycle, cycle, repeat, repeat. Just so much shame and guilt about not being able to have more patience, or not loving our kids more, or not being, you know, more kind, or whatever it is. We all have different wish list items. <laughs> yeah. I wish, like, Christmas is coming up. Like, can't we just give Santa Claus our list of, hey, here's how <laughs> I want to be a better mom. <laughs> Drop it in my stocking. <laughs>
1: That would be so
0: nice. (laughs) That would be nice. (laughs) That's basically like coaching though, but it's not like a magic pill. You do have to address the hopeless, despairing, shame provoking language in your mind that you talk to yourself with. That cannot stay. it, It
1: was, it's, it's work. Like you really have to take some time and work at it. And, You know, it felt like a lot at first, but I think when you practice, it starts getting a a little bit easier and a little bit easier. And then all of a sudden, you're like, you see yourself different. You're like, wow. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, who is (laughs) that?
0: Okay, yes. So let's talk about that, Kaylin. You have had so many moments. And I think it's because you were so deep in the depression, too. And so you've had so many beautiful moments of light and like glimpses of who you could become and the change that you're actually making along this journey. Would you tell us maybe just one of the first ones you remember that seemed really impactful to you?
1: Gosh, I think the first one where I was like, where I was so hopeful is when I was able to sit with my kids and like play with them <laughs> um, I'm going to start crying because you know how this goes you can
0: so about it. it's beautiful <laughs> what you've done and you were so devastated um, that you couldn't play with them more so tell us and you cry all the tears it's fine
1: so I just got to this place where I could not stand to have my kids touch me at all It, even in like a loving way where they weren't you know, climbing on me or pulling my hair or, you know, something like that. It just, I just could not stand it, and I could not sit and play because I could, I just had a really hard time just even being near my kids. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so I was able to sit down and have them sit on my lap, and we read books, and we played, and I was like, "This is, this is what I want. This is." It was one of those really hopeful moments where you're like, "Wow, wow, this is, it's happening." Yeah, <laughs> I'm that mom that sits with her kids and plays with them. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh, yes, I'm that mom. <laughs> Cause you know, we all have that vision and I think it's a gift, right? That vision of who we can become, who, who, or how we can feel in our motherhood. Um, and so you started to see that. Give us a couple more. I I know you've had so many moments along the nine month journey to where you are today. In fact, you're doing so well today (laughs) that not just today, like today, today, but you know, in these times currently recently, that, um, you were we were talking about how your self concept is at odds with who you are now. Your brain's still trying to catch up yeah. with the fact that like you're the mom that's taking people dinner when they're sick sometimes and you're offering to watch people's kids and you're like your I brain's know. like um like- who <laughs> are you? I'm pretty sure we spent the last year being not this. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. For sure the one of the
1: bigger ones is like me offering to watch like my nieces and nephews. That's something honestly that I never thought I would do and mean it.
0: <laughs> like or, authentically like, want offer. to Yeah.
1: Yeah, or even offer because I've I've been pretty straight up front with my sister in laws and I tell them like I like I really struggle. I really struggle with my kids. I feel like I couldn't handle anything else. And now, um, now I feel like these kids, nieces and nephews can come over and I can play with them or they can, just them being here is like, like okay. Before it it was never okay could never be alone with five kids at once, right?
0: <laughs> That would have been like a death sentence.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now it's just like, oh, it almost brings me joy that, that I could serve that way now, that I can offer that to my sister-in-laws because my sister-in-laws would always offer it to me, right? They would mm-hmm. always offer to watch my kids, and I... I would just be up front and tell them I will just pay you because I can't repay you by watching your kids, and and I felt bad, but I was like, I this is the best that I can do is you know is pay you each time you have my kids over, and now I feel like I can serve, and it's so helpful to to them, and it I don't know, I just I never thought I would get there. <laughs>
0: So good. Okay. You guys, I have to read you a snippet of Kaylin's testimonial. It's on my website, by the way, lizzie Langston.com. So go check that out. Kaylin, with your permission, can I read some of your words? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So some of the story you already heard, so I'm going to just cut in the middle of it. She says, and it coaching, it has changed my life. The work is about changing your thoughts and feeling your emotions The work is uncomfortable because it is changing you, but the first time I saw a little blip of the person I wanted to be, that's what sparked hope, something that I hadn't felt in years after becoming a mom. I got these little blips here and there, and they slowly accumulated, and for me, after so long of accumulating, change started to happen. It's been challenging, and there have been a lot of tears in all caps. (laughs) So many tears. (laughs) So good. I know. So many. But that was releasing the old you. Literally, your tears just kind of release um, old, outdated belief systems that have kept you down in depression. So you had to cry those tears. So we're continuing with um, the testimonial, a lot of tears, but I can now bear to be touched by my toddler. I can bear to play with my kids, write all the things she just said. And she says, sometimes I have to look at the progress I've made and ask myself, who even is this person? She's so functional. <laughs> and she says, guys, it's me. It's really me. The person making dinner is me. The person waking up early and taking care of her kids is me. That badass mom thinking better, more helpful thoughts, allowing space for her emotions is me. Check me out. I'm doing it. <laughs> Oh, she's so good. And then you, you, the last thing you said was I was on the fence about getting coaching. I'm here today, climbing my way out of a postpartum depression, black hole, and beginning to thrive in my motherhood. I will never be on the fence when it comes to my mental health again. Oh my gosh. I could just float away on a cloud (laughs) with like (laughs) angels singing. My work here is done in this world. Take me Lord. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true though. Okay. So, um, what are your thoughts just hearing that back where you are today?
1: I mean, just hearing, I can't believe I would write something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just having something change me so much that I, that I needed to tell people about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what would you tell people about? What do you want to tell moms who feel so deeply buried in their own, literally like devastation, disappointment, shame, grief, guilt, loss, honestly, over the motherhood that they always thought they'd have and then where they find themselves today. What would you want to say? I,
1: I wanted, I would want to tell them that they're doing their best with what they have at the moment. And if they want some tools to have a better bet, that that's available. And nothing will happen, you know, instantly day one. But little by little, I think the process will be like mine. They'll see they'll see hope, they'll feel it, you know, they'll get those little moments of like, oh my gosh, that was so different from what, what normally happens.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like to think of an ice cube that you put into even just cool water, not even hot water. Right. When you first start coaching, we don't just like do all the things at once. We just kind of start to melt layer by layer. And soon enough, that ice cube melts and Um, and is water and it's not like, and so I feel like sometimes our mental health and our emotions in our body are literally like an ice cube. They're just stuck and they're rigid and we feel like we can't move. We don't have playfulness or flexibility. We're very snappy. We're angry a lot, but deep down we want to melt. Like we want to be soft and fluid. We want as mothers to be playful and have that passion. And it's possible and life coaching with me is the way I, I am, I can help you. And truly you are actually the solution. Your own brain is what can take you from where you are, just like with Kaylin to where you want to go. Um, but coaching is essentially the user manual for the motherhood brain, the mom brain. (laughs) Um, and I happen to be kind of amazing at delivering these tools because I know the pain and the shame and the isolation and just the withdrawal that you've been through and the devastation and the disappointment and all of the things I know the struggles inside and out. And so nothing triggers me and I hold the space so big so that you can just heal. Um, and Kaylin, it has seriously been an honor working with you It's been a beautiful journey and I have had powerful moments where I've thought about your kids and I want them to know one day, maybe they could even listen to this episode. I want them to know how hard you worked to be the mom that you are today and the money that you've paid and like the time and the babysitters that you've arranged to put yourself first and to put your motherhood, um, yeah, at a to get your motherhood at a place where you wanted it. So I I honor you. I absolutely adore you. I'm so proud of you. And that's all I gotta say.
1: Thank you. I'm over here
0: just bawling. I know. We need to do like a promo for a tissue brand because <laughs> we'd sell them. <laughs> Between all of our sessions? Uh, like so I need to be sponsored by a tissue brand, it's for sure. No, thank you. Okay, my loves. If you if people want to get a hold of you and just reach out to you and send you love or ask you any questions, how do you want them to contact you, Kaylin?
1: Probably the best way is not on Instagram. Um,
0: okay, what's your handle? My-
1: let me, I have to think here. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Wait think a second. That's my whole name. It's Kaylin Nolte, at Kaylin Nolte. So it's K-A-Y-L-Y-N-N-O-L-T-E.
0: I love it. And as in Nancy. Perfect. Um, Kaylin, I think that's another part of the miracle is that you're not even on Instagram that much. So the fact that you went and found me and followed me.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: And you don't even listen to podcasts that often. You had to like learn how to do podcasts to find me. So
1: my friend literally had to show me how to work a podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Where there's a will, there's freaking away. You all. Okay. Take that home and let that sink deep into your soul and come talk to me. Come work with me. Don't hide in the shadows in, you know, all the feelings, like I get you, I'm not going to judge you and I'm here for you. So it's just lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. I love you all. Kaylin, thanks for being here with us.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: All right. Talk to y'all next week. Bye-bye. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon.